is up, everybody? I am Cortland. And I'm Justin. This is episode 13 of Better Off Reds, your weekly Reds talk show, or <laughs> recently your bi-weekly Reds talk show. Try, um, try monthly. Try on Facebook monthly. and <laughs> YouTube. Uh, also follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show will air tonight at 8.30 like it does usually every Thursday night. And our podcast will be up shortly after the show concludes. So, yeah. It's uh, been a while. It has been, yeah. We, we had vacations and then we had birthdays and anniversaries and like things just kind of kept popping up on Thursdays and the all-star break happened and yeah, it just kind of, uh, it was a good time for us to take a small, like, uh, not a break, but just like a small hiatus just to kind of, you know, focus on that. We we're coming back after the all-star break. We're recharged, ready to go. Just like the reds. Right. Isn't the- uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not so much them, but, uh, yeah. So, Actually, I did want to pose a question to uh, the people listening. And if you're not watching or listening live, that's fine. You can answer uh, through social media. Um, if the Reds start to really suck and start selling, what would you like for Cortland and I to do? <laughs> we didn't talk about this before, but do you want us to cover a a losing team or do you want us to talk about something else? Because, uh, I mean, we could talk about the Bengals and the Browns uh, and stuff right, like that. Yeah. Or we could talk about FC Cincinnati and the crew. Or we can talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever. What would you like to talk about, Suggestion, Corlin, with the Reds? Suggestions will be welcome, especially if uh, the trend continues the way it's going. So, Uh-oh. I had to sneeze, so I turned my camera off, but then it didn't happen. So if I disappear, that's why I don't want to sneeze on camera. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm going to sneeze. This is the worst. Um, oh, brother. Um, so the <laughs> let's jump in. Uh, how have you been? How have you been doing? Good. Uh, like you said, we had vacations and everything come up, and uh, it's just been a busy last couple of weeks, uh, the month of July, as I think everybody's probably busy with the holidays and everything, um, finishing the summer up. But yeah, not bad. And uh, went to the Reds game yesterday. Was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday. Um, and it was not a good one to go to, but it was my son's first game, and he got on TV. So. Yeah, you said, oh, man, I wish I would have, uh, hang on, let me find that picture. I'll put it up on the uh, screen, if you don't mind. Yeah. All right. He he loved it. For being a four-month-old, I think he had about as much fun as a four-month-old can have at a baseball game. Yeah. Even though he doesn't know what the concepts of sports and baseball and really life at this point are. Anything, uh, yeah. He he doesn't know. He literally knows nothing. Right. So he, he laughed and smiled and watched the game, and we walked around, and he took a nap. And it was good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Here, I've got the, uh, I've got the uh, picture here. I will throw that up. So uh, let's see here. Oh, I have to actually click on it. My bad. Uh, so that lady yeah, in the middle there, that's your wife, and she's holding my wife. little Brooks. And I then uh, if, you see, if you see that fella on the right there, with the, yeah, with the camo hat, that's uh, that's Cortland. Yeah, they apparently wanted my uh, kid. In the video, not me, which is yeah, is yeah, fine, they didn't guess, want you in there. That's fine. I mean, I completely understand that. Um, you wouldn't be bad. Ooh, you have a comment. If you see me tapping, go ahead, read that comment. Yeah, Drew says, Well, 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 we're finally back. I'm driving, but can't miss the live show. Drew, Thanks, be careful, Drew. please. I do appreciate you being yeah. here, but be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are not liable. 
Yeah, we are not responsible for anything that happens. Um, um, yeah, but if you see me tapping where, where it has been a while, I could not find my computer charger. Another thing that happened uh, since we've been gone is I've started my master's along with my wife. So we've both been using our computers rather than it just sitting in the office waiting for better off red. So I've misplaced the charger somewhere amongst the toys and seats, multiple seats that my child sits slash jumps in throughout the day. So I'll have to find that. But yeah, if you see me tapping the screen, it's because I'm reading the chat or messing with settings. So I apologize for that. I just want to get that That's out. all right. So never, because I never do that. So. All right. So, so let's, uh, so I actually haven't been to a Reds game since the last one I went to. And um, I just haven't had a chance to go, you know, vacation. And then what's up? What was, because you went to the Cassianos game, but what was the other game? Something else happened, didn't it? Uh, what you took went the, to the the one with the Brewers. What did happen? Something happened. Something I don't happened. What? We talked about it. What happened? There. It wasn't a benches clearing brawl. I don't think that so. Was, I don't remember. Something I, happened. I knew, yeah. I knew something happened. With yeah, I can't remember though. It's been it's been so long ago. It seems like. Um, which we've only got like two months of the season left, which is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Let's get everybody caught up on what's happened. Um, since our last episode, which I apologize, it has been a while. Um, so Winker and Castellanos were voted as starters to the All Star game. That's good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Reds went on a nine. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to say something. Sorry. Uh, the Reds went. <laughs> Man, we're nine, rusty. Goodness gracious! I know so we, we are. We are. Uh, the Reds went on a nine and two start uh, to start July, uh, including winning three out of four against the Brewers yeah. right before the break. So and we coasted. We were, we were going to cover. Like we thought yep. it was kind of a thing too. We were going to do the all star special type episode and it didn't end up happening. But we also were kind of a little superstitious and thought, man, they're doing really good with us not recording. So yep. maybe, maybe that's it. But now we know uh, it's just them. The case, so we're yep. back at it. <laughs> yep. Um, so that happens. And we're thinking, oh my God, they're going to go to the All Star break. They have two starters. Uh, they're they're doing awesome. This is the Reds are the best team in the Central. They're they're winning this yeah. division. Like I think I even said to you, the Reds are the best team in the NL Central. I think I texted yeah, those exact words. Three out of four against the Brewers. Like they weren't. I mean, the couple of them were close, but they were good games. Like they did not falter really in any way throughout those three or four. And I believe the one was either. Um, it wasn't really a thing of it just was a bad night. Like it's not so much a thing of like the talent wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were really dead set that they could take it, especially because the Brewers had been in first for so long. We thought they're on their way out, but what's happened since then, Justin? <sighs> okay. Um, since then, um, give me one second. I'm going to turn your mic volume up a little bit. Talk for me for a second. Hello. Oh, that's so much better. Okay. Um, you were a little quiet for me. I couldn't hear you that well. So I don't know if the listeners are having the same thing, but I wanted to turn you up a little bit, which I didn't know I could adjust your mic volume from here. So that's technology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, since then, uh, they've gone one and five. Uh, and that includes losing three straight to the Brewers. Um, the bullpen, any, any uh, hope we had for it prior to the All-Star break when they were just like doing great is – gone which i mean that's kind of been the trend of the bullpen all year it's been kind of up and down they'll go yeah. on this stretch where you're like man maybe they're not so bad and then they'll you know give up like seven runs you're like no they suck yeah 
Um, and if Castellanos, I'm sorry. I know you watch the show, and I know you got mad at the person for talking about the bullpen. I apologize. Karma might get me for saying that. I apologize. But right. it's just not great. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we don't want Castellanos mad, but it's, no. it's getting to the point that I don't know if it could be. if Because uh, we're not the only ones, uh, especially at the game uh, yesterday. Uh, we'll get into that later. But there were some – it was weird. It was really weird. It's the first time I've been to a Reds game with so much, like, kind of, like, negativity. Hostility. Yeah. Like, and I get it. They were getting killed, and they had just won the night before. Um, but, yeah, we'll get, we'll talk about that later as we'll get into the series. But, uh, yeah, it's weird right now. Like, it's really weird in the Reds fan base. I, I just – I'm going to branch off from this list of updates here to say, why was Jeff Hoffman even starting? Like, Oh my gosh. No, I just uh, don't get it. And it's fun. Yeah. I don't know what the point of bringing him back was. It's like, Oh, no. Jeff Hoffman's healed up. Let's get him back in the game. I know. It like he wasn't even that great. Right. The injury. He came in with what? Like a 4.4 ERA. And um, that wasn't over a lot of games. So I'm going to put, yeah, I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on for a second. Okay, let me let me yeah, do it. grab it. Putting it on. It's on. I think some of these weird decisions are coming from ownership because I don't okay. think they want to be buyers at the deadline. I think Man. they had that run before the All Star break, and I think ownership is like, oh gosh, Trevor Story's there, but we don't want to pay for him. We don't want to pay for bullpen arms. Uh, we just want to ride out what we have or sell what we have even. And I think that's right. why they're like, that's why. Now, I know Castellanos was hurt in that game uh, against, gosh, was it the Mets when they didn't bring him in to pinch hit, but then they brought him in defensively? I can't remember now. No, this whole no uh, he did hit. Was it against the Mets? He ended up hitting, but it was the bases. There's like a runner on second and third. Shogo was up who... Yeah, I guess he's a baseball player. I don't know. Um, and then they they didn't bring in Castellanos then, but they brought him in the next half inning defensively, and then he did end up hitting again or hitting uh, yeah. for the first time that game, which he is hurt. Like he, right. we found out recently, he's more hurt than we thought. But um, that like that was weird. Bringing like leaving Shogo in there who can't hit mm -hmm. anything. And don't get me wrong, I love Shogo. I just don't right. think he's a baseball player. Um, right, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, it was, I don't know if it was the first Mets game, maybe. Um, maybe we were both messaging back and forth that he's just he's just not the guy. They really hyped him up bringing him in. Um, but he's he's not necessarily the problem, he's just not a no. help either. So no, he's not the problem. Um, he's yeah. just, uh, I don't know, it's just a mess, but. Bullpen, like we said, yeah, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're too crazy. I, I think I don't know if you're tin foil hats, uh, super tin foily. It might uh, just be a hat. It's weird to think that they would do that, especially like like I said, we're the hostility at the game. Now I don't know how owners are. I know they're owners and they have a bunch of money. I don't know how often they're at their games, especially if their franchise isn't doing so hot. Um, but holy crap! They need to go down and sit in the sun and moon deck uh, when they put in a pitcher like Jeff Hoffman or something and just put on a mustache and a pair of sunglasses so like, nobody murders them on their way out. But it was weird. Like, it that's, was really weird. That's the problem, though. I don't 
I honestly, and I'm, I'm just going to say, I don't think they care. Um, I think that all, I mean, and that's, they're, they're businessmen, right? I mean, they're right. just looking at dollar but, signs. They don't really, I mean. But good, how, how does that, how does that equate to good dollars? Like, how does that I think that they're making make enough dollars that they just don't care. Like the risk that, versus that reward of, of I, I think I, I think they said it, it would be $6 million to have Trevor's story for the rest of the year. Um, and they literally gave away Rysel Iglesias for nothing just because right. they didn't want to pay it. Um, they gave away Archie. Well, they let Archie Bradley walk for nothing. I mean, they just, I don't know. All right, let's, let's we'll, we'll get to the whole buy sell thing in a yeah. second. Um, <laughs> so Castellanos, we mentioned him a second ago. He has a micro fracture in his hand. Uh, the word being thrown around is weeks. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how. I'm, I'm not an athlete, and I've never broken my hand before, so I don't really know the did, link. Did, was Bado's a micro fracture in his thumb? <sighs> yeah, I think it was just oh, a fracture. Yeah, go ahead and look that, that up. up. Um, well, you Winker, would think a micro fracture is less yeah. severe. Yeah, uh, Winker, he's slumping. I mean, he was our hottest bat coming yeah, into he July, and fell way off. Yeah. yeah. Um, Suarez, I mean, he hasn't left his slump. He's still a mess and like you'll text me like oh man Suarez is done and then like and I agree with you like I don't I don't think he's done I really don't think he's done forever I think he's done this season um right. I think just mentally he needs to like reset in the offseason and come back but then like he'll See, do something crazy weird. yeah that's what's weird because I the business model does not add up you get rid of guys that go places and turn it on and that's fine. Like if if the, if they don't do good, that's perfectly fine. That's just how the cookie crumbles. And but man, he's just doing so bad. But it seems like there's no talks at all about doing anything with him. And he would be the one before he just completely falls off the face of the earth. He would be the one I would try to use to get something. And it's just like it just doesn't happen. Like it, it just doesn't make any. It's like backwards. It's just so weird. weird. I'm going to throw something out there. Jesse Winker has a 159 batting average in July, and he has exceeded uh, his strikeouts from June. He had 14 strikeouts in June. He has 16 in July, and we still have, what, like eight days left? Um, Yeah. He has only walked five times. He walked 15 times in June. He only has four RBI, which now, granted, July – well. The less uh, the fewer RBIs is because there's an All Star break, but the more strikeouts is really alarming. Um, yeah, that's where he stands right now. Um, man, I'm just I'm so bummed out by this team because like it still has the potential to be something special, but it's just like it's just they're not they. It's not them. It's I fully blame ownership. I don't blame. I don't blame right. Amir Garrett. No. I don't blame David Bell. I don't blame Castillo's slow start. I blame ownership. Right. And for the majority of it, other than the absolute studs that were all-star guys that being hurt and or slumping, the rest of the teams kind of picked it up. Now the bullpen has it. That's, that's, we've, we have determined the weak link, but everybody else is kind of doing their part. And it's they just need an extra piece, maybe a couple of okay guys in the bullpen, and they can all do it. I I don't know. Suarez to me, 
he's just had too much time to get shake it off. So, like you said, maybe he's not done come next year, but he's done this year. I just don't think there's any redemption unless he yeah. just absolutely completely changes. What yeah, and doing. like once Moose and Senzel get healthy, if they both get healthy enough to play every right. day, I mean, Suarez can take more time off too. He, we don't have to rely on him at third <clears throat> when that happens. Yeah. Um, let's see, India, Vado, yeah. and Aquino. Have both been playing pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they've been. Dude, India is a uh, rookie of the year. No he has the highest, or he did have the highest. I, I don't know if it's changed. The highest on-base percentage of a rookie, I think, ever. Um, yeah. So Lance McAllister tweeted the other day. Um, Garrett in July has been awesome. Uh, Garrett has uh, seven innings pitched so far in July. He has a 3.86 ERA compared to his 7.27 ERA in June and his 12.27 in April. Um, glad to see him turn it around. Uh, Luis Castillo. Yeah. What, what was that? I was going to say, yeah, he's he really is complete 180 um, in terms of, I mean, we were ready to, <laughs> we were ready to send him to the minors and leave him there. Oh, yeah. Um, Luis Castillo, he had a 6.29 and an 8.04 ERA in April and May, respectively. In June, he had a 1.71, and in July, he has a 1.82 so far. Strikeouts are still a little low, but, man, Castillo, he's like, he's he's back. I mean, he's back. I think that was like yeah, the last thing is. I said in the last show is that he was back, but it's just um, it's really nice to see. Bro, pull that uh, comment up. Pull that comment up there. We'll talk about that for a minute. I was going to click on that when we got to that part. Okay. That's in the notes. Yeah, I saw that That's comment, fine. Drew. Never mind. I saw your comment, Drew. Never mind, Drew. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we have a whole topic. Um, but no, no, yeah, you're right. The the numbers, especially from the guys that needed to be the guys in the beginning, um, have they 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 become the guys. So that is refreshing. Uh, and that's the whole thing with the bullpen too. Is there are the guys in the bullpen that have turned it around that were the biggest problem in the beginning. So now we have that fixed, and we've kind of determined the issues like who are the ones that have either not been good all year or have not made a push to improve at all. And they're just super consistent and not the way that we want them to be. Yeah. And we need to do something about that. Again, we probably won't do something about it. Um, yeah. But yeah. To say that's, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it was weird seeing it in person yesterday. There was just a lot of thoughts running through my head. So, yeah. Oh, Clark's here tonight. Uh, he says the whole the whole bullpen get rid of all of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not great right now. That's for sure. Uh, right. And then my final bullet point is mean. I said I said <laughs> to top it off, no one has put the T out for Shogo so he can hit. Um, <laughs> I wish he could though. I do. I want, I yeah. want to be a and you want to root for him, but oh, yeah. I mean, to he have, had a rough offseason, though. His Kino. wife got really injured and he had to like leave. Do you remember that? Right. Like a tree yeah. fell And he did. I mean, for a, six, for a 60 game season last year, he kind of blew up there for a little bit. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know that he's older, I think, too, than, than we realize. Um, let me look his age up because I, I, he's a lot older than I thought he was. He's in his 30s, I think. Um, yeah. He is 33. So, I mean, oh. what's Votto 
is about is about the same age. Vado's like Vado, right? no, Vado's like thirty eight, man. Stop. Yeah, no, really. You find you see it? Is he thirty eight? Yep, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. To, to just get Shogo like two years ago, though, I mean, I don't know why we hyped it up as much as we did. He was but an on base machine in Japan. I mean, he just was really good. It's just, I would say it's the transition to uh, the American system. It's the COVID pandemic yeah. that probably derailed spring training and all of that. And then it's, you know, now we're seeing what he is. Um, it is what it is. So, Let's talk about the trade deadline. Tread day, tre- I can't talk. Tread day line. Tread day line. The tread day line's coming up. Uh, the trade deadline is next week, I believe. Uh, it's the last day of the month, uh, and I'm I'm not familiar with the yeah Friday. Friday's July 30th, so that's when the trade deadline's going to happen. Uh, that's when we'll see if the Reds will make a um, move. Uh, Clark actually thinks Shogo will get there. Remember, a tree fell on his wife. That is correct. In uh, during spring training, a tree did yeah. fall on her, and it took him away from the team for a little bit. He, she was okay, but um, still scary nonetheless. So, um, yeah. So I think the trade deadline uh, question of whether or not the Reds will be buyers or sellers. Um, I honestly think um, the Castellanos injury complicates things. I think if mm-hmm. Castellanos doesn't get hurt, I think they at least put on the public perception that they're buyers. Well, even if they, they just pick up like a few scrub pieces right. here and there, um, you know yeah. what? Let's find out. Um, Let's find out what Nick Castellanos has to say about it. Does that sound good? You can use help. Yeah. Always can use help. So me as a player, I'm always going to ask for as much help as we need. Now, where he feels like we need help, that's that's his job, and you know Nick's good at his job. He's talking about Nick Crawl, the GM of the team. Um, so Castellanos wants help, and that's Castellanos today yeah. with a race on his arm. How much do they value well, his opinion with him being on an expiring, a potentially expiring deal? Well, yeah, I want to know that he's hurt. Um, that's the thing. I, I know we're we're the we're a favorite to land a certain player. Um, I'll go ahead and name him, Trevor Story. Yeah, and and a piece we definitely need. For, to, for our infield. India has become the guy. India is the second base guy. Votto's playing perfectly well for his age and first base, and he's coming off of his uh, all-star break slash injury that he had earlier this year. He's batting pretty well again, too. So we got that. Moose will come back, take over for Suarez, I think. And if you could get Story, I think it would be a lot, like you said, it'd be a lot better. But Cassiano's being hurt. It's almost a thing. I don't agree with the management because why would you not try to get this guy, especially if you're a front runner? But again, can a shortstop fix the issues? Obviously not. I mean, we know what the issues are. But getting him while your second all-star is hurt and wasn't really slumping in terms of what Winker's doing, is it worth it? But I think it's worth it, obviously. I mean, as a fan and as a guy who's watched them try to fit a shortstop into the lineup all season with Kyle Farmer, who was originally a catcher. Yeah. Huh? I said the last few years that yeah. it feels like. Yeah. And they put Suarez didn't work and they moved him back. And now he's in a position that is already filled. He's just waiting for the return. Um, 
I don't know. And I want him. Cassianos obviously wants him. Cassianos is probably thinking he'll be back within enough time to maybe make a push. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know the severity of a microfracture. I don't either. But I would assume it's something. With how fast Votto came back with a broken right thumb, it was broken. It took him um, a month, though. It took him like six he, weeks, maybe he can't. Yeah. But, but if it's just a fracture and he's allowed to give it time to heal enough, then maybe, maybe he can barely squeeze in before it's too late. But, yeah. again, if he does and they don't sign somebody, why rush him back? If we could sign him and he'd still do what he does next year, I'd rather have that, I guess. But Yeah, well, the thing about Trevor's story is he is on an expiring contract, so chances of keeping him mm-hmm. are slim. Uh, the Rockies are probably going right. to want a lot for him because they can always offer him a qualified offer. And if he walks in, get a draft pick, uh, a first-round draft pick, yeah. which could be pretty valuable. I want to say on the recent Jim Day podcast, they said that to so- to acquire Trevor Story for the remainder of the year, it'd be about $6 million. Um, I think he's on the final year of like a $22 million tr- deal or something like that. Or let me, I'm trying to see. No, $18 million. Uh, that seems kind of expensive, okay. but I guess that makes sense. I guess that checks out. Um, so, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, like we said, this is the same Reds team that gave away Rysel Iglesias, a bullpen arm, let Archie, Archie Bradley walk a bullpen arm, traded Robert Stevenson, which, let's face it, he was a dud, but still traded him for Jeff Hoffman. So, I mean, this is a team that, I don't know, they just haven't really valued uh, spending money on quality players, I feel like, or spending money really. What at all. do you feel? What do you feel the play is? Say we don't. Say we don't. And again, with our history of letting people walk, is it? I don't know. Is it a full blown rebuild to where we don't know who anybody is? Well, like, you can't really is do it a full blown rebuild. Right, like, well, so what? What do you think the play is? Like, if we don't take them, if we don't take somebody, if we're not buyers, and we don't sell for anything, I mean, even somebody that has potential, what? What's the play? I mean, why do either? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really, I really have no idea what they're going to do. Um, if they, if they do buy, I, I mean, I don't want them to give up the whole farm for for you know two months of right. story. Hopefully, three months if you go into October. But I mean, I just don't know what it would take. I mean, I would trade maybe like a, I guess the sixth or seventh overall prospect somewhere around in that range, maybe lower even, depending on what it is. Um, I do know that there was some, the athletic mentioned that the Reds would be a good fit for Trevor Story and Daniel Bard, who is a bullpen arm for the Rockies. So if they can make a deal work out like that, um, that might be good. Um, I put in in my notes, I, I put that I would like to actually see him maybe even try to acquire another starter i know that might sound crazy but aside from gray castillo and miley it's been a little iffy sant or not santian uh gutierrez is really starting to slump a bit yeah hoffman is what he is um i know i'm leaving a bullpen arm right. off of there oh my gosh who am i leaving off and somebody Our off bullpen arms? no Do rotation arm Malley, oh, Tyler Malley. Oh my God, uh-huh. my boy. I left oh, my yeah. boy off that list. Yeah, so I mean, right now, uh, MLB.com lists the res rotation is Gray, Castillo, Malley, Miley, and Hoffman. And just if, if you're running out there with Hoffman or Gutierrez and his current form is your fifth starter, that ain't it. <laughs> I mean, 
uh <laughs> i mean it's just it's not um so i just feel like they i wouldn't mind getting maybe a bullpen arm or a rotation arm from one of these teams that might uh, be selling hard at the deadline um there was a big trade tonight nelson cruz just got dealt which he's not a pitcher he's got dealt to the race tonight that's a mm-hmm. huge trade he is like a 40 homer guy um so that shakes up that um, division. another thing another thing we didn't mention kind of hurts the whole prospect of what we might potentially do. We hurt um, Lorenzen. We hurt him? We, we, yeah, we hurt him. Portland uh, beat him with a bat. I don't know the severity. Yeah. They said it was like an aggravated. They thought it might have just been tightness, but I haven't seen anything since. I don't know if you have. No, I haven't. Uh, I was kind of banking on him coming in and maybe helping out enough to again the whole Castellanos getting hurt thing and him getting hurt uh it just i thought if he could come in and Castellanos didn't get hurt then for sure the the organization might feel that we need to be a buyer um yeah i think that plays a little bit part of it too i know lorenzo's not the best player but yeah i threw i forgot to put up drew's comment a minute ago he said who do we trade if we do who would you like to see them go after how much do you give up i mean for Trevor, for two maybe three months of Trevor's story, I I don't want to sell the whole farm. I don't. If they're going to be sellers, though, I want them to go all in on selling. I mean, right. I'm going to say something that's going to hurt my heart, but I want them to find a good home for Joey Votto. I want Joey Votto to be a champion before he retires. Um, even if that means seeing him like in God, like a Dodgers jersey or a Yankee jersey. God, I don't want to, but I no, I can't. I couldn't see him in a Yankees jersey. I can't do it. It's, yeah, it, be, I could never root for him again. That'd be rough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm talking get rid of Moose, get rid of Castillo, get rid of. Mm-hmm. Votto has a no trade clause, so he would have to approve any trade, which is good for him. He'd be able to pick a contender. I right. mean, if they trade Votto, the Reds are going to be paying like probably 80% of that salary, if not more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and maybe Clark, that's. Uh, maybe. Oh, Clark uh, agrees with me about yeah. Votto and that he has earned the right to go for a ring. Yeah, that's only if they're going to be sellers, though. If yeah. they're going to buy and make a run, I think Votto really does want to win a ring in Cincinnati. I just don't right. know if you get it with this ownership. I mean, I hate to just blame you know the billionaires, yeah. but like I just feel like they just are not spending money. And this is the same problem with, with Bengals, the Bengals football team as well. They just don't spend the money. Um, it's right. just Cincinnati, man. They just don't want to spend the money on a small, a small market team. Yeah. It's funny. Um, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of my group texts about the football season, and it is. It's weird, like because I mean, I was a Bengals fan growing up. But I don't have really any, any connection to football. Um, never played it, anything like that. Just watched it. So Bengals were the closest team to I rooted for. Now I'm a Browns fan. Before they got good, just I'm sorry, everybody knows. Uh, and they, it's so funny how the city of Cincinnati, except. We were talking about this too. So far, FC Cincinnati has been the the outlier. They kind of they they built a new stadium and they seem to really invest in the team. Yeah, um, they've been spending money on but players. The yeah. Bengals and the Reds. Yeah, the Bengals and the Reds. They will not provide for what is already there, or bring in stuff to build on. Like it's just I don't know. It's just the craziest thing. Um, so Clark said, how can you not blame ownership at this point? And then there's plenty of room on the Colts bandwagon. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind the I bet, Colts. I bet uh, Clark would. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I bet Clark would listen to football. I got to tell you, I've been to Indianapolis twice in my life, and that has been probably the friendliest city I've ever been in. Yeah, like big place, yeah. Yeah. It's very nice, like aesthetically pleasing city, too. Yeah, I stayed at a hotel downtown, and they have like this um, – they have like this sky bridge system that connects everything, right? And I was there for like three mm. or four days, and I don't think I even stepped outside once, but I went everywhere. Like I just took that sky bridge, like really? to the mall, to this place, to that place. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. Uh, now, to be wow. fair, I didn't venture outside of the downtown area, um, but yeah, it's a neat, a neat place. Um, Clark says we always have a place to stay. Truly, thank you, Clark. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, really nice city. Really nice city. So maybe, maybe the Colts don't look so bad. Maybe the Colts don't look so bad. Right. Um, but again, just like we were saying, off, off football, back to baseball, yeah. um, we're not willing to put what we need into where we need it. No. And Votto, yes, I agree. And maybe that's something they're waiting for. Maybe they're waiting for the whole Votto contract to end, whether he gets, they'd still be paying for it, the majority of it. Um, but maybe when his contract's up, maybe we'll kind of see a turning of the leaf in terms of where we get our money. Um, if if the NL adopts contracts, pretty substantial. Yeah, if the NL does adopt the DH next year, I fully expect, and maybe I'm stupid. I think Vado will be our DH, and I think Tyler Stevenson will be our first baseman. I yeah. think they've played him enough there to kind of show I their cards. Yeah, I think, which honestly, I d- I know the DH thing is um, real controversial with NL people, but like, I mean, that's going to extend your players' careers. I mean, because a lot of them go to the AL when right. they like look at Nelson Cruz. I mean, right. dude throws up 40 homers a year and he doesn't have to do anything yeah. except for bat and run. I mean, uh, so yeah, it's, I don't, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I hope I don't get flamed for saying that. Uh, Clark says, I hate that. Uh, we seem to be two or three players away consistently. Yeah, and I yeah. honestly feel like we are about two or three players away. Maybe two good bullpen arms, maybe yeah. a rotation guy, and of course a shortstop. Is, I mean, Kyle Farmer, he's not the guy. And it's No. And I, it's nothing against Farmer. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll give him credit for being thrown into where he's been thrown yeah. in, but it's he's funny you say the bat. Stevenson thing. Um we, we, I think I love Tucker Barnhart, but if we could get something for Barnhart and we could get Suarez out and get something for him, if Moose comes back good, uh, and then maybe even, maybe even Shogo. Like if you could take those three and turn no it one's into taking something Shogo, man. that is needed, huh? I said nobody's going to take Shogo right now. I know. Well, throw him in, throw him in with one or two. If you could turn those three, so two guys into what we could use, whether it be story and or a couple bull, bullpen arms. Because Stevenson, we talk about India a lot. Stevenson's doing great too. He's another rookie. We have two rookies that are blowing it up. Um, so I would like to maybe see. I love Barnhart, man. I love Barnhart leave. He he plays hard and he still does very well. And his defense is impeccable. But um, I, we have these guys that. Think we could get something for. I just don't think we will. Yeah, I think um, we should. I think we should sell. What? Depending. I just—it's a tough question. It's tough. 
Uh, Clark says, I'm sure I'll get smashed for saying this, but say what you will. Marge shot was a great owner. Um, yeah, she definitely comes with her controversy though. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she was a good, uh, ballpark ballpark manager. I'll, I'll say, we'll say like that. She, she really invested in the fans that were at the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, she does have her, her controversies. Oh yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, she cared. She cared about the fans. I mean, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. She was the face, and like I said, you don't ever see these other managers showing up at games. Like she literally went and sat behind the dugout like every game. Yeah, and like that's the kind of team Cincinnati is. Like that's the kind of owner without controversy that Cincinnati needs. <laughs> uh, it's just we're 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 on the river of the uh, former industry. Gosh, semi-country town then i would take the controversy <laughs> yeah Damn. clark just wants a world series I mean, yeah yeah we're not we're not the ones we're not the ones in hot water so we just we just got the trophy i guess yeah um i don't know man i just i honestly think i mean i i i don't know if ownership has made up their mind or not either i feel like they either made up their mind weeks ago and they were making all these horrible decisions you know, with my tinfoil hat that I talked about, or I think they're yeah. waiting to see because the Reds do they they play the uh, Cardinals for three games at home. I'll be and there they for play... one of them. Oh yeah, which one? Sunday. Can't believe it. We haven't even gone to a game yet, man. I'll take Killing my dad. Killing me. I am your dad, Cortland. What <laughs> the heck? <laughs> You're not old enough to be my dad. Uh, three games against the Cardinals at home and then four against the struggling Cubs on the road. Um, I what? think they got to take two or three against St. Louis, at least at least two or three out of the four against the Cubs for ownership to consider doing anything. I'll help. I'll help out with my predictions. I know they really. Oh, yeah. They really cling to, really what, to what I say. Yeah. Um, All right. What are the scenarios? Do we know the scenarios? What do you mean? Do we have to win the division? Are we so far out? I think so. Here's here's where it stands right now. Of course, anything can happen. Okay, but this is how it stands right now. the uh, The Reds are um, hang on. The Reds are second right now. Um, They need to. Where's the wild card standings? That's not it. Okay. They're six and a half games back for the division. They're six games back for the wild card. Now, the problem with the wild card is the NL West has like a stranglehold on it. Okay. The right. NL West, they have uh, San Francisco has a 60 and 35 record right now. <laughs> the Dodgers and San Diego are then second and third in the NL and the NL West yeah. with a 59 and 38 and a 56 and 42 record, respectively. So, I mean, the Reds are the next team after that. They are the third team in line for it uh, right. with a 49 and 47 record. So, I mean, they could get the wild card, but I mean, if you need six games to get the wild card, you need six and a half to get the division. And this is all right. first few months out. Go for the division, man. Go for the throat. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I just yeah. didn't know how, how close it was between first place in the central to the wild card spot. <laughs> nice Clark. Good reference. I have your father. California is with some Californians. Okay. Yeah, California definitely is holding down both wild card spots and the NL West spots. So, um, 
yeah, it's, I mean, it could happen. I mean, who knows? The Dodgers have their stuff with Trevor Bauer going on right now, so they're a man down in the rotation. They've also got a couple pitchers, I think, hurt. I think Kershaw's out till August. I think Justin Mays had Tommy John surgery. So they're a mess. Uh, the Padres, they're, I think, pretty healthy right now. But, I mean, Blake Snell's been kind of a dud this year. And uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., maybe the best player in baseball right now, but he has got that bum shoulder that has caused him problems all year. Maybe that happens. And then you have the Giants, which are just kind of like a patched-together team of, like, other teams rejects that they've now turned into yeah. great ball players. So, yeah, I mean, that division is um, weird, but I was going to say we yeah. have, because the majority of the end of our season is all in NL East. And I think, I don't know, get the bats going. I, I don't think the Mets series that played out this time is what the Mets series will be the next time we see them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we play Phillies, Braves, and Marlins a lot in the remainder of the season. We have a lot of games that we could easily win um, if we're playing the way we were playing. So we could take a pretty commanding lead depending on how the Brewers do. But yeah. we have it's not like our end of season schedule is tough. I mean, yeah. tougher than normal. So Clark brought up the Padres scoring 24 yeah. against the Nationals. Uh, the Nationals might trade Max Scherzer. Um, That'd be that'll be crazy if that happens uh let's see here so yeah you said the reds they play cards cubs mets they play the mets again uh the weekend after this one then the twins which the twins are in cell mode the pirates a one game makeup game against the indians the braves who lost ronald acuna jr which was sad and devastating uh the phillies the cubs again the marlins the brewers again the marlins the cardinals the Tigers, the Cubs, the Cards, the Pirates, the Dodgers, the Pirates, the Nationals, and the White Sox, they do have a very favorable schedule for the next two months. Yeah. I mean, I think they honestly so, I mean, easily win two-thirds of those games. And I think they could do it without having to do a lot. Um, Winker's got to turn it back on. I know as much as it sucks, the Winker and Castellanos were the guys keeping us in a lot of the yeah. Uh, before the All Star break, and with Cassiano's gone, Winker kind of needs to at least get back to not. It's not to say he needs to be MVP caliber. Like I just need him to be consistent. It's I don't need him batting three fifty, just bat roughly around three hundred and get walked and hit guys in. That's all yeah. I need you to do. Yeah. Uh, the the Brewers have a similar schedule, but they have to play the Giants twice and the Dodgers. Um, yeah, so look, yeah, we end we end our series our season with the Pirates. They end theirs with the Dodgers. So I, we have yeah, a much man that would be that could be crazy. Oh my yeah. gosh, that end of the season could be nuts. Yeah, the Reds. I mean, I'd read where the Reds had the hardest strength of schedule in the division for the first half, and they had the easiest in the second half. And I mean, it looks that way. I, I don't know what the Cardinals are looking like for the second half, but luckily, all, I think all of our West Coast trips are done. We're done with the Padres. We're done with the Giants. We're done with the, the Dodgers. Now it's it's their turn to deal with them. So, I mean, Cardinals have uh, non-conference teams: the Royals, the Royals twice, the Braves, the Twins, the Indians, and the card schedule is pretty easy. Actually, they have the Dodgers yeah. in there. Um, they got the Tigers. The Mets. Yeah, they got. Dang. There's my. Well, yeah, they got the Dodgers towards the end. And the Mets and the Padres towards the end. Um, yeah. But 
yeah. The, I would say in terms of how many games they have against the other teams, it's probably very comparable to ours. Um, yeah. And we are now only one game ahead of them. So Yeah. And they're beating the Cubs right now. So but only yeah. by one run. And the Cubs are only two games behind us. Oh, the it's Cubs are in be cell crazy. mode though. The Cubs are in cell mode. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh let's move on. Um enough trade talk. We'll t- well, uh, next week's show will hopefully be crazy. Hopefully we're <laughs> like, oh my god, can you believe that they got Trevor Story and like eight bullpen arms to replace the bullpen that they had? <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Craig Kimbrell will be a good arm to get, but there's no way the Cubs deal him to the Reds. He's also no, he's a fa- he's a favorite for somewhere. I don't remember where they have the Yankees or something. I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up. Jump into our this is hey, but this is the optimistic side of all of this. Yes, uh, it's good that Justin planned it like this because these numbers he's about to drop on you are very encouraging. Very yeah. Encouraging. So the Reds shortstop of the future. Uh, Jose Barrero, who we've saw previously as Jose Garcia, he's hitting 303 with 11 homers, 46 RBI, 11 stolen bases. He was in the Futures game and hit a home run in that as well. So we got to show off his power a little bit to the national audience. Uh, Nick Lodolo is two with a, has a two and zero record uh, with on eight games with an ERA of one. Uh, he has struck yeah. out 53 batters in 36 innings. I cannot wait to see this dude <laughs> after the Reds, unless yeah. he plays for the Cardinals in a couple of days. Um, <laughs> they better not trade him. They better not trade him. Uh, Hunter Green, 94 Ks and 68.1 innings, 7-3 record with a 2.90 ERA. Um, yeah, those are three of the big ones. Uh, I mean, they're just on fire right now, man. There's like It's yeah. so much fun to see that happen. Um, let's there go ahead and talk. Another, I was going to say, there's another one of our minor leaguers uh, that was batting extremely well as well. I don't remember the name. But um, they brought him up on TV the other day. They had uh, Barrero and another batter, and then Lodolo. And it was like, man, like the numbers that these guys are putting up, both bad offensive and defensively, are just absolutely insane. Let's see. Yeah, Clark says, we always talk about these guys. When do we realistically feel like they are MLB ready? I think Barrero, I think the plan is next year. I mean, he spent almost all of last year yeah. uh, with the uh, with the, with the Reds. Um, and then he got sent down, but he's really turned it around this year. Um, Lodolo might be second half of next year. Maybe even, I mean, yeah, later. I guess it also depends on what happens with the team, but a Hunter Green, probably second half of next year also, I would say. May, I mean, yeah, they'll move him up. They'll move him up AAA probably at the beginning of the season. Oh, Green's year. already in AAA. Oh, he's at the bats? I thought he was at uh, yeah, He got promoted. He got promoted. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, then, yeah, then for sure. Let's see here. And then uh, let's go around the division real quick. Uh, do you want to do that? Okay. Yep. So, like we said, Brewers have a comfortable six-and-a-half game lead uh, for the division with us being the six-and-a-half games behind. They are 56-41 uh, and 41 at the moment, and they are 5-5 five and five over their last 10, and they start a three-game set against the White Sox tomorrow. The White Sox are – that that should be good. That should be good for us. Um, they're doing pretty well. Uh, White Sox. So that's. Oh yeah, yeah. they're fifty-eight and thirty-eight. Yeah, so that really helps us out. Um, Cardinals, they're third, right behind us, and they are an even forty-eight and forty-eight on the record, but they are six and four in their last ten. So 
they will face off against the Cubs, and that's one of those happening right now. Yes, yes, they do. Um, I don't think we need to be worried about them. Uh, even if we did, I don't think we need to be worried about them. Uh, but, yeah, they're playing the Cubs right now. Justin said they're winning this current game. Uh, this is the finale of a four-game series um, before getting swept by the Reds this weekend. What? Hopefully I'm there. Sonny Gray will be pitching Sunday. Very excited yeah. for that. Uh, our, we have all of our good starters coming in this week against the Dirty Redbirds, as Clark would say. Um, so that should be good. Now to the Cubs, like we said, are in sell mode. They're in fourth place. They're only eight and a half games behind with a 47 and 49 record, but they are five and five like the Brewers over their last 10. And they start a three game series against the Diamondbacks tomorrow. Um, but yeah, they're in full sell mode. So the eight and a half is probably nothing to be worried about. They're about to maybe get crazy with their all really their studs. So we'll see what happens with that. That'll for sure be a talking point next week, I'm sure. Um, and the Pirates, they have continued to sink since forever ago. They are currently 36 and 60, and they start a three-game series against the Giants tomorrow. So probably another three losses. Uh, Clark says, I make a motion to refer to the cards as the Dead Birds and the Cubs as the Scrubs. I'm still working on a derogatory good. name for the Brewers. And then he says, just on the podcast, of course. And then, oh, wait, the spew, the spew crew from Milwaukee. I like that. And the Pirates, honestly, yeah, aren't even worth good. our time. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the division, other than the Cardinals being right behind us and having probably a similar strength to end of the season schedule, uh, there is potential. Like Clark said, he now has hope, as do we all. Um, just depends on what happens. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> just depends what happens. Um, I don't see any crazy stuff happening in terms of us for players. Always Castellanos wants help. I'm always going to ask for as much help as we he need want where he feels like we need. So he's basically <laughs> saying there, do your job or I'm not going to be here. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Do you think that what well, okay? Let's do uh let's do a percentage. Okay. 70, 30, 60, 40, 50, 50. Of them making what a trade? What is the percentage? Yeah. A bit a big time move. Even if right it's now, story. Let's, right now with t- no tinfoil hat, I say thirty percent. That we do make it. Thirty percent that we make a move, right? We make a move. Now, what about you? Is that a major move or is that just a move in general? That's like a Trevor Story size move, 30%. Okay. 30%. I, I put it like 45% um, that they just make a move. Uh, I'm going to be a little higher. Okay. You're optimistic. I'm going to be a little higher. I, I'm going to say optimistic. 100%. <laughs> no. I, I will say. If they're listening to anything, because that's that's the difference nowadays too. Back in the day, you couldn't really hear the disgust from fans because now they have an outlet everywhere to talk about it. And pretty much every outlet that I have seen Reds fans on, they are ticked off with the ownership. I know, again, we're, they're still making money. But I'm going to say a 50% chance that they go for story because the positions need it. 
Kyle Farmer wasn't playing shortstop, and Moose was still in, and Suarez was still at shortstop, even with how crappy he's been hitting. We don't do it. Stark says they'll make a move yeah, just to keep the does going as well. Yeah. Um, so obviously, that number can go up or percent. down depending on what happens these, this yeah. next week. I mean, so we'll have a better idea. That's true. Definitely. But what, when we do the show next Thursday, we'll have a, the, a better idea. What is our after the Cardinals? Who do we play? The Cubs. And yeah, so we play two divisional rivals right up until the trade deadline. Yep. And then we go against the Mets, who we need to need. get games against because they're in the running for a top uh, position in the NL for playoffs. And then the Twins for two games in the Pirates. Yep. So, I mean, maybe if we can come in and take the games we need to take, gosh, if we take two against the Cardinals and four against the Cubs, what is your percentage go to then? If Castellanos will be back soon, it goes up to maybe 60. If not, probably 45, 50. Okay. I'll take that. That's that's good for Justin the Pessimist. Clark says 45. 45? Yeah. Yeah. If they say like, oh, Castellanos is going to be out till for the rest of the year or for a month or two months, then I still think they're going to be hesitant to do anything. Yeah, I agree. They're too cautious, man. But yeah, they make so, big moves. imagine if the Reds would have made that Willie Adamas trade. Oh my gosh, dude! He's I have him on my fantasy team. plug for them. Yeah, I get updates every game he plays. He just is insane. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk about uh, injuries real quick. Uh, so, like we said, Castellanos is hurt or out. If you read my notes, like I wrote them. Uh, no timetable, <laughs> but he's not on the IL yet. But words today, uh, we're coming out today is that it could be weeks, uh, which would most likely result in a uh, IL stint. Uh, Senzel should begin a rehab assignment next week. He's expected to play center field and shortstop while on that rehab assignment. They're already prepping us okay. for not getting Trevor's story. Uh, Lorenzen came back and got yeah. hurt again. He's back on the IL. Sims could begin a rehab assignment next week. Antone will begin throwing next week. And Moose has been taking grounders uh, before games. Most of that is optimistic. Aside from Castellanos. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there's potential there. If we get these guys back, um, even if we don't make crazy trades or do anything, that's we are the dark horses, and we can maybe make a big enough push to get in. So We'll see. All right, you ready to get into our weekly awards? Yep, mine aren't on there, but I got them in in my head. All right. All right, play of the week. My play of the week is, uh, well, both India and Aquino had some pretty good defensive plays, but I'm going to go with India nabbing that ball in the 10th uh, against the Brewers. Uh, just laid out for it. It was awesome. He makes yeah. he makes a lot of really good defensive plays. He also makes a lot of mistakes, but it's fine. It's fine. That's okay. He's a rookie. Yeah. He, he's allowed to this year. Um, yeah, India is my guy too. Uh, Clark says, can I just say that I feel like Bell may, may be the guy? Uh, yeah, I don't blame Bell for anything. I do think uh, he's made a no. couple weird moves, but I think the Castellanos not pinch hitting was because Castellanos was hurt. I just don't get why you bring him in later. Right. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, if he has a team that's healthy and he has the pieces that he needs, yeah, I think he's a good manager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Indy is my guy. Uh, the game yesterday, he took a grounder past second base, uh, dove for it, just a defensive hustle play, and got the guy out. Uh, with a freaking laser beam. 
and I just nice. love watching him play baseball. It's just he reminds you of when you played ball and you made that big play. Like you know, he's excited when that stuff happens. Yeah. So, yeah, India. All right. Uh, my hitter of the week is Jonathan India. <laughs> it's going to be the John- Jonathan uh, India show. Oh, uh, Clark says the bell might low key be Ted Lasso. I love that. Uh, Ted Lasso is great, by the way. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. Um, uh, India is hitting 321 in July with two homers, eight RBI, 10 runs scored, and a stolen base. And get this, he has an on base percentage of 514 in July. Whoo, man. That is amazing. See, that was the thing, too, we kind of talked about. Um, I'll give you my guy. Uh, my guy is uh, Tyler Stevenson, the other rookie for the team. Uh, I believe he is. Uh, he was averaging over the last seven games 310 with, like, four home runs and seven RBIs, I believe. Um, he's another one that's just – you like to see it. And we got the young guys. And that's what we were talking about, uh, India and Stevenson and the guys in the minors right now. I'm super excited. Like Clark said, I know we talk about these guys a lot, but I am super excited for what the farm system has brought up, obviously. Like we've seen it this year. It actually started to pan out. Again, Senzel, he's still a great player. He's just very injury prone. So I think if the guys coming up can be in terms of health wise in India or Stevenson, like we're pretty solid. We are, we are built for the future for sure. If we don't trade everybody away um, with the younger guys in the farm system, but yeah. So Stevenson's my guy um, for hitter of the week. The, the rookies right. are getting it done with, yeah. with the uh, all-star guy slumping. So. Let's see here. Um, Clark says Sinzel is like glass Joe. And he also yeah, says yeah. that um, uh, Bell is a player manager. You can tell he cares about the guys. Yeah. Uh, it's in the clubhouse more than winning. And maybe that's what gets you wins. Uh, yeah. Ted Lasso action right there for you in the background. Uh, there we great go. show. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Uh, it's so good. Uh, my pitcher of the week is Luis Castillo. He's pitched 24.2 innings in July. Has an ERA of 1.82. His strikeouts are down, but he's pitching very well. I mean, it's Mally has struggled, mm-hmm. Miley has struggled. He's the ace of the, the team again, I feel like. We haven't did the apology, um, but if I did do one, it would probably be for Castillo because I was just absolutely ready to just write him off. Yeah. So um my pitcher is old Wade. He is averaging for the season. He is averaging 272. Um, he went eight innings, I believe, in the second game against the Mets. Something like that. And he it's pretty much got us that win. Uh, I believe. Uh, I believe he went eight innings and he got us the win. He. They, there's a lot of talk about him. It's so funny to see Wade Miley's the guy that gets more press right now than anybody in the Reds bullpen. Uh, I mean, all over like ESPN, everything. The rotation? And it's rightfully deserved. Yeah. Or, yeah, sorry. Rotation on bullpen. Um, it's rightfully deserved. He's stepping up. It's so funny. The Reds did the Incredible Hulk poster uh, the day that he pitched. Let's see what it is. 
Yeah. We did not laugh yeah. for the viewers. I did. I had him. I had him winning the uh, Cy Young, but that ain't gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen at this point. But that's fine. We don't need him to win the Cy Young. We seem him to win the World Series. Yes. Yeah, Wade Miley. He's uh, averaging two seventy two across the entire season. Went eight innings the other night and got us a. I mean, a good win against a good Mets team. So he's my pitcher of the week. All right. Uh, my biggest surprise, uh, j- just how hot the team was uh, before t- uh, before the All Star break, and just how much it's cooled off. Oh, Clark says I apologize, Cortland. Maybe next year. That's okay. That was uh, I think that was my one of my bold predictions. So yeah. it's okay. I gave myself. Oh, uh, we need to go back and revisit those after the season. Whew. I know I had some bold ones on yeah, there. Mine are way <laughs> off. Mine are way off. All right, let's look ahead. Um, oh, wait, you have to give your surprise. Sorry, I was trying to cut you off. My biggest surprise is that they went seven and zero yesterday against the Mets. They couldn't get a single. They got one hit. Aquino got yeah. one hit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my biggest surprise. Hoping the juju is gone or back with us on this uh, upcoming series starting tomorrow. You know what my biggest surprise is? That that sneeze what? I had at the beginning of the show never came. Never came to. Oh really? Yeah, I never sneezed. It just didn't happen. You scared it away. I did. <laughs> I did. All right, let's look ahead. So, like we said, they play uh, the Cardinals for three, and then the Cubs for four. Um, Before the trade deadline, that's mm-hmm. right up until the trade deadline. Did they take on the Mets again? All right, I'm going to pull a page out of the Cortland Bowman handbook here. They're going to win two against the Cards. They're going to sweep the Cubs. Okay, well, you know what you know what you know what that means. They're taking three against the Cards. What? Oh my God! He <laughs> said it. I did. You did. Let's put the Ted Lasso there you go. That video back up. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, for anybody uh, that needs a good chair to watch Ted Lasso in the new season, actually comes out tomorrow. So we're starting the series against the Cardinals for the new season of Tesla too. So it might be a good omen. All right. Well, this was episode 13. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share. We'll be live Thursdays at 8.30. If you want us to talk about something else that the Reds end up selling, let us know. Uh, anything's on the table <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're live on Facebook and, and uh, YouTube at 8.30 on Thursdays. Shows go up on your favorite podcasting apps uh, shortly after. Clark says, always a great job, fellas. Thanks, Clark. We appreciate it. I appreciate you being here every week, too. Um, Yes. Cortland, you have anything to add before we go? I don't. uh, We apologize. It's been a while. But, yeah, like Justin said, uh, any suggestions? Because this could be a very different Reds team uh, (laughs) uh, by the next time we do this podcast. So just be thinking. And hopefully optimism will be a better team and a bigger team. So we'll see. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep, thanks.